Welcome to the PDA podcast with your hosts, Vinny and Philip Redeemed. PDA is our public display of affection towards Christ. We want to take you on a love journey into encounter intimacy and long-lasting relationship with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Sharing our personal encounters with God so we can collectively, as His bride, learn more about the heart, the love, and the character of our husband, Jesus. Every episode, we will share testimonies, stories about our day-to-day life life walking with him along with our special guest that we invite onto our show now let's go give him a bunch of smoochies (laughs) (laughs) we're back bro back is this episode two uh why would i already forget that yeah episode number two (laughs) Two, baby i love the number two it's uh the the hebrew letter bait yeah meaning house Ooh. yeah well, Lord, we are your house. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Let's give them a bunch of smoochies. I love that. I just wanted to say, I, <laughs> if, if, if I had a favorite part about that intro, it's the smoochy part. Thank you, Jesus. God, did you allow us <laughs> to give you a bunch of smoochies? Mm. Uh, this morning, uh, Vinny, I had, a, I had a, uh, a revelation. Very simple, but a revelation. Uh, our show is called PDA, standing for Public Display of Affection. Mm-hmm. But so can our secret place. Come on. Private Display of Affection. Mm. And I, that's what I wanted to talk about kind of today. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. But uh, private display of affection as well as public display of affection. You know, it says, if you deny me before men, I'll deny you before my father. Well, he also says, go into the secret place and shut the door. That's right. And and private. uh, To the cleft of the rocks. Yes. And so just about how how important that is. And like, you know, the the more I grow in the Lord, the more I realize uh, and and the more that I need him in my everyday walk. And especially in the intimate place. Mm -hmm. Sorry, guys. My voice is kind of scratchy today, but. Uh, especially in the in the intimate place, you know, uh, mm. the secret place. What do you think about that, Benny? No, that's good stuff, man. Yeah, I think, you know, when I was thinking about this podcast, it wasn't just like only our public display of affection. When mm-hmm. I had it in mind, I was thinking like, you know, we can, you know, we are sharing a lot of the intimate things. Mm. Um, that we have with Jesus with you guys. So I hope you don't take this lightly, letting you like take a look into what it's like walking with the Lord with us in our lives. And we share this so that it can be a testimony to you. We don't do this to have you guys look at our relationship with the Lord and be envious or anything like that. Right. It's we, we want to share these experiences with you. So you, you realize that it's available to you. It's almost like how the the Gentile nation would provoke the Israelites to to uh, to jealousy, mm-hmm. not jealousy of us, but wanting that same relationship that the Gentiles had with God. Mm-hmm. And if we could provoke that one to maybe just go a little deeper in the spirit with Him and just have fun, uh, it, it's all worth it to me. 
Yeah, that's good, man. The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Mm. So, by sharing these stories with you, we're saying, God, do it again. Do it again over the listeners, the viewers, the audience here. Lord, let it be an audience to you, for one. And Lord, we ask that through these, um, you know, we, we refer to these sometimes in our group as spiritual realms yeah. that we walk into with the Lord. These are rooms with the Lord that He invites us into where we get to um, encounter Him in these different ways. And so, you know, because we are... We are doors. We are ancient gates. And Jesus is also mm-hmm. a door into the spiritual realm. We're a door for him to come through. So that's that's what I want to add real quick before I forget. But the Lord told me one day, he said, he said, you are a door. I am the, the door. door. Amen. <laughs> come on. And uh, that, that whacked me that day. <laughs> that's good, dude. Uh but it, it, it's it's true, man. You know, he says he says if you guys need some scriptural scriptural background for that, what Vinny's saying about the realms, it's I go away to prepare a place for you. In my father's house, there are many mansions. Mm-hmm. He also goes away so that you may be with him, where he's at. It says it doesn't mm-hmm. say later on at another date. It says I want you to be with me where I'm at now. <laughs> so there's like this uh there's all the all these little nuggets in the scripture that can take you in into in deeper through the veil. Uh, and that's what intimacy does because uh he doesn't share his mysteries and secrets with with uh you know uh known confidants or or he he shares his mysteries and secrets with close friends. That's right. It is for the the glory of God to conceal a matter and the glory of kings, kings to search it out. So we need to search it out. We need to seek him in our walk with him. Yes. You know, it's not a passive relationship here. We need to be listening and be able to, you know, engage with him. It makes me think one of my buddies was posting something about people misusing like the word religion as like it was just people really saying religion is a bad thing and there's a religious spirit. Yeah. But he started talking about, um, how relationship requires religion, which I would say it requires Mm. intentionality would be the language that I would use. But I think we're saying the same thing. It's kind of the same thing. I like what, I like what you just said. Because, you know, pure and undefiled religion is this, one that takes care of the widows and orphans. So, we know religion is a good thing because of the scriptures. <clears throat> but religion is just like a, it's like, this is how God showed me in the beginning, like in my walk. Like, when I started seeking Him, and, you know, I couldn't really, I could find Him in church settings and, and worship settings. But, but when I would leave the setting, it would be... It would be like blank. I wasn't. I wanted to feel that all the time. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I started seeking God, and the Lord, the Lord started teaching me how to seek Him. <laughs> mm. And He told me, He said, Rylan, it's going to take some discipline at first. And I think that's what your your man was saying when he talked about religion. Yeah. Because you have to when when people ask me that you know because I I dis, I disciple people in this. They're like, Ryland, how do you seek the Lord? How do you hear the Lord so well? Well, it 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 didn't happen overnight, number one. It happened through me positioning myself 
and disciplining myself to do it consistently every single day to seek the Lord's face. Mm-hmm. And so when I first started doing it, it early on, I mean, it would take me hours and nothing would happen. I would sit and wait on God, worship Him, <laughs> uh, and I'd read the Word, nothing would happen. And yeah. I did this steady for months, and then all of a sudden, bam, I get caught up into the Spirit. Yeah, and so I started to understand that you know the the verse where it says those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their, their strength, strength. Yeah. they'll mount up, mm-hmm. and I was like Lord I want to mount up, mm-hmm. and and so and so through the discipline although you know it's not works this is this is a weird uh, context of of, of uh, conversation because it's hard to explain it's not works or performance but it is discipline yeah it's Creating a space and a time, and I'll give you one more scripture, and I, I want to hear what Vinny has to say. But in 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 Jacob's ladder, when it opened up to him, it says he he tarried around in a certain place for a while, and it says he laid his head on a rock. And God started showing me revelation about this. He's like, he said, Ryland, in the place where you're waiting and you're disciplining yourself to approach me and to and to seek my face, he said, I need you to lay down your own logic and your own mindset. And I, he said, this is exactly what Jacob did. He said he laid his head on the rock, and then all of a sudden, angels start ascending and descending. And then he's like, surely this is the gate to heaven, man. Like, this is what he said. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's, in, that's in Philip's terms, though. And so, uh, you know, I, I see this story, and, and Jacob was applying that principle of, of I mean, let's call, I call it religion. I'm not scared. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was pl- he was practicing religion, and what happened was he found encounter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on, that's yeah. good. I think the negative connotation behind religion comes to works without relationship. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, that, I mean that's I mean in Matthew. Is it where he says, "Depart from me, I never knew." Yeah, you. depart yeah. from me, I never knew you. It wasn't that those things that they were doing were bad, right? You know, it was that the relationship, never, yeah, it didn't exist, okay. yeah. So, like, that's where religion without relationship is just dead works. Yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. He said this. This is eternal life. This is John seventeen that you may know Him, the one true God, and the Son whom He sent. That's eternal life. Like what? Mm-hmm. Okay, so so you mean the definition of eternal life is this that you know Him. <laughs> what? It's Dude. like it's like so drawn out, like plain in front of our face. But re- religion, religion is good in the context of relationship, like you say. Yeah. But if you're, if you, and this is the curse. This, this is a whole story, dude. This is good. Uh, God showed me. He said. He said, because I was wore out, man. I was, I was doing all these like street uh, uh, escapades with. Was Simple Street, and I was just tired, man. You know, kind of fighting with my wife, but forgive me, Lord. <laughs> this is a while ago, but you know, just kind of going through some stuff. And like, I was just tired, and I'm like, Lord, I'm doing this for you. Like, he said, He said, Rylan, you're operating in curse and toil. Can I show you how to operate outside of the curse and in liberty? I said, Yeah, he said, Learn how to love. He said, because if you if you work for love, it's totally different. But if you work to 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 gain, it's it's curse and toil. Hmm. And I didn't realize that like 
when you when you do things out of love. So if I clean my mother's dishes and she's in her in her in her bed sick, I, I if I'm doing that out of love, there's a, there's a fulfillment that comes with that, ain't there? Yeah. You know, it's the same with the Lord, but yeah, the kingdom is built on love. The love of yeah. God is perfect love what he did mm-hmm. for us on the cross was the ultimate act of love and the kingdom is built on the foundation that jesus laid for us in order to be with him and be in relationship with him <clears throat> and yeah man love is just i mean i was thinking about ananias and sapphira mm-hmm. actually and jesus was speaking to me about that them this morning i was like man why was that so crazy it was a wild one, man. Dude, he straight up murked them. Dude. I know. <laughs> it's kind of scary. I was it? like, Lord, why was that so, so extreme? And I felt the, the Lord was see, saying to me that it wasn't, one, it wasn't rooted in love. Mm. They couldn't build my kingdom because they were focused on their own kingdom in that moment it was less about the money and more about the heart and the intention behind it where they wanted to yeah they wanted to build their own kingdom to where they couldn't let go and serve the kingdom of god which is love which was the act of giving yeah in that moment where also, we give everything that we have also like i think at least this is my thought mm-hmm. but i truly think that ananias and sapphira had this like thought that then we've all been here Vinny. we all have and dude i'm actually if i'm quite honest sometimes i go through it every year where it's like if i do this lord i won't have enough yeah i need something to fall back on and and i'm like Man, so like that doesn't mean I'm gonna die, does it? Like, yeah, because <laughs> you're worried about, yeah, not you're not worried about building the kingdom at that point. Mm-hmm. You're worried about self preservation. Exactly. So good, man. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, he started showing me that that was like the root of so much strife in the church. That it was how can you trust other people? At that moment, mm-hmm. you know, like you started showing me like denominations. Yeah. Because the kingdom is a thing of unity, right? Yeah. And when somebody is building their own kingdom and is reserved and self preservation is going on, you can't trust them in the vision right. of, the, in the, of the kingdom, you know? Yeah. Dude, that's true. Like, I, I've, I've studied church history through and through, man, probably more than I should have. Uh, and, all denominations stem from this is what happens with dom- denominations. People start trying to build their own kingdom out of hurt mm. because of pain that was caused from their previous uh, position in the church. Wow. I'm telling you, it's the truth. And, and Martin Luther's seen this, like he's seen all, all the all the chaos in, in the in the Catholic Church, not against the Catholic Church. I love a bunch of Catholics actually, but Martin Luther's seen this and and so he, he started to to, you know, change and try to bring people out of that underneath that that like, you know, that bondage. And then so you you have all these sects of Christ or sects sect 
Sex. <laughs> sex. It That's... sounds. It's S E C T S. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to make that. I don't know how to pronounce this, so forgive me. But so all these different groups, let's just say groups or factions, start mm-hmm. forming in Christianity because of all the pain and like opinions, like opinions of man. Yeah. And instead of finding that common ground, like, hey, Jesus is Lord. Jesus yeah. is Lord, and it's about His kingdom. They go and they form their own thing. Mm-hmm. And then you got a bunch of different denominations. Yeah. And so God spoke to me one day. He said, Rylan, hurt people hurt people. He said, so so all these factions that are formed outside of, and, and there's all kinds of different church groups and organizations. I'm not talking about this. I'm talking about where where people try to do the Ananias and Sapphira's thing. And like, so they start creating these hurt people. Like they start discipling hurt people and hurt people start discipling hurt people. Mm-hmm. And then, dude, <laughs> that's what you see, man. I know, bro. It's wild. That. Yeah. That's God why. spoke to me today and said, the, our way past that, mm. our, the, our offensive move here is to honor. Yes. And to come beside and champion the things that people are doing that don't necessarily agree with you. Yeah. And he showed me, he said, even if you disagree with it, come alongside them. Wow. You know, as long as it's not, you know, late. Right. Of course. You know? yeah, yeah. But come alongside the ones that you disagree with and champion them. And he said, for what is built on my kingdom It'll stand, and anything else I'll deal with. You don't have to worry. Right, about it's gonna that. fall anyways. Yeah, and that, that's the thing. Like, like the church has to get to a place. And and by the way, this is, has everything to do with PDA too, because if you this this all stems from the secret place. These revelations. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't have, it, the church needs to get to a place where people champion other people. Instead of make because because soon as it challenges their place of authority or shoot as it challenges their place in the church or whatever, you'll start to see true fruit when when you see what happens after that. When a, when a man of God or a woman of God starts being promoted by the Father in front of the uh, the other individuals, what happens is it will challenge the other person's intentions of their heart. And what happens is like you either you either. <laughs> You either come alongside of the person and what God's doing in that person, or you have a hurt heart, man. And like that's what's happened so much in the church. And uh and if we could get to a place, bro, where it isn't about our ministry. Mm-hmm. Is it it isn't about what what we got going on, but it's about Jesus in his kingdom, dude. <laughs> oh my God. Do you know what we could do in the earth, bro? Dude. Like, seriously. Limitless. Right. Like, what's wrong with this? Hey, Vinny, man, i seen you got promoted, man. I'm proud of you. Yeah. That is awesome, bro. That's awesome news. But but in 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 truth, truthfully, it just doesn't work like that, man. And it sucks. It, it really does. It, it's kind of, you know, it grieves the Holy Spirit in me still to this day. But... We're in a in a in a period of reformation right now. I'm telling yeah. God is raising uh he's raising a gold standard 
and he's raising up men and women of God, dude, that will champion others. Right. That they will start to champion other people. That's Good. called discipleship, by the way. <laughs> yeah. And the reason that you're, you're, you know this and you're able to speak on this, Ryland, yeah. is because of your relationship with Jesus in the Absolutely. secret place. That's where prof, that's why you're a prophet, bro, mm-hmm. is because of your, that's why you can give words like this. You guys can give words, prophetic words like this too. You spend time with Jesus yeah, and everything that comes out of you begins to be prophetic because yeah. again, the you, testimony yeah. of Jesus. It's is, the spirit of prophecy. Yeah. It's, it's knowing his heart, man. If, if you don't, if you don't get affectionate with God, he ain't going to get affectionate with you. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, this is, this is a mystery. Like, the the more you get to know him and his heart, the more you'll be able to prophetically declare on this earth. Yeah. Because it's the intentions of his heart that is prophecy. Mm-hmm. The testimony of him is the spirit of prophecy. So when you realize the intentions of God's heart, not anybody else's, not your own heart. Yeah. But what what is God saying in all this? And, and I tell you what, listen to me. I've never heard God slander, gossip, or backbite ever. Yeah. I've never went to God, even with my own problems, Vinny. Oh, man, like I'm offended, Lord. Like, so-and-so hurt me. And he's like, well, let's talk about you, son. <laughs> this, is, this is what he does with me. He will not... When I ask him stuff about other people, he says, they're not on my mind right now. You are, son. Yeah. So when people say that God said something about another individual, we need to understand that Satan. We need yeah. to understand that as Dude, Satan. come on. Because In the voice of the enemy, he's cunning. He'll try to sound yeah. like the Lord. Oh, yeah. He'll try. Oh, but yeah. if you know the Lord and you know his word, you can recognize the voice of the enemy because you can know that that is not the Lord that's saying that kind of stuff right now. Because you know his heart and you sm- you give him smooches every day. <laughs> and so I want to be found like that. Like yeah, many, Jesus, like, we need you, Lord. Yeah, and, and I, I'm, not, I'm not above reproach. I'm not above all these things I'm talking about either. Like, I have to constantly check my own heart. But if the, 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 in the secret places where my heart is... It's managed. It's tended to. God starts to tend to my garden. Because if I don't, dude, I'm a hot mess, bro. Oh, yeah. I had a scenario pop up today that happened a year ago, and I handled it completely different a year ago than I did today. And today I was able to walk in victory because of what I've cultivated with the Lord in the secret place and what He's doing in me and how He's transforming me. The fruits of the, in those moments, it's in the secret place where you get the fruit of the Spirit. Absolutely. It's, (laughs) that's it, man. (laughs) Like you want to be transformed? You need to spend time with, with Jesus, man. Yeah. Cause He, I tell, I tell, um, my kids this all the time. If you want to start looking like somebody else, you need to hang out with them. And I used an example that when my son goes and he hangs out with um, some of his little buddies, he starts picking up on their mannerisms. My son too. He starts laughing the same. Their farts start smelling the same. (laughs) I'm serious. I know you're not lying, bro. I already know. Like for real. Dude, dude. I want my farts to smell like like his. Dude, come on. I want my farts to smell like Jesus. Come this, on. This is just what you're going to get on this podcast, by yeah, the way, y'all. Dude. I want my fart. That's so amazing. Dude, I want to laugh like him. I do, too. I want to be his best friend, dude. I want <laughs> to just like him, man. Me, too. Whoa. that's Dude, that just wrecked me. Whoa. <laughs> dude. <laughs> that's good, bro. Mm. 
It, that's like so deep, but so simple. You know, e even married couples. Look at married couples that have been together for years. They finish each other's sentence. Yeah. They look alike. They they start looking like each other. Yeah. Like they look totally different when they first got married. But there's people 30... that look like their dogs, dude. I know, bro. <laughs> dude, that's that's the kind of oneness that we need to have with the Lord, bro. Yeah. Oneness. That's what's happening. They're being yoked together in oneness. Even their dog, their dog's getting it too. <laughs> Just yoked together in oneness, man. Oh man. My God. Shaka. <laughs> that's good. Oh, Jesus, we love you. We love you so much, Lord. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I see him here right now. He's just listening to our conversation. Like He loves us so much, bro. Like, we, we don't even deserve it, you know? I tell him that all the time. Like, sometimes I'll try to, like, hide from him like the Shalomite woman in Song of Solomon's, dude. Mm. He'll be like, he'll peek through the lattice at me. <laughs> That's what it says in Song of Solomon. It says, he hopped amongst the hills and the valleys to get to his beloved. And then it says, he peeked through the lattice at them. <laughs> Every time I encounter Jesus, he turns his head. That's and so I think funny. about him looking through the lattice, bro. <laughs> uh, he, he, uh, he's, he's just, he's a stud muffin, dude. Come on. He really is, man. Remember that time in Oklahoma where we were worshiping and we started having all those uh, those visions of him dancing? Yeah. And he had, like, the leather jacket on. Oh, you're talking about in Telequa. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah, dude. Talk about that. He, um, that's the, that's where the, the Moonwalk song came out of. Because that's what, just to give you guys reference for how I lead worship, is I just hang out with Jesus while I'm playing an instrument. I just talk about <laughs> what he's doing. It's that simple. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know that. And, and to go back to the mystery of prophecy, it's a mystery, you know, but it's also just as simple as knowing him. It's mm -hmm. just, you know, you just, Hey, this is what he's doing. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's serious, <laughs> you know? man. Yeah. And so that's my heart in worship and prophetic worship is what is Jesus doing right now? And then I'll just sing a song about him. Whatever he's doing. If he's standing there being glorious and beautiful, I'll sing about that. <laughs> if he's... If he's moonwalking. If he's moonwalking. So that's what happened yeah. in this story. <laughs> he literally was moonwalking. He had on like this leather jacket and these sunglasses looking like Fonzie from Happy Days. Like, he did. That's how I seen him too. <laughs> that's the best way. I <laughs> and can we play. didn't even talk. We didn't even talk about it. We're just both and caught up in worship, and and we seen him the same exact way. So yeah, he was doing all kinds of good moves, man. Yeah, he he was like the cool cat, man. And I saw him like that too on his birthday. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, snapping. Yeah, dude, super cool. There's a spotlight on him. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it was like a dark room. There, boom, spotlight. Right in the middle of it, all yeah. the all attention was on him. Come on, and it happened again on his birthday, bro. When uh, if there's a worship set we put out from oh, come yeah, up here, I remember, yeah, on the happy birthday, Jesus. Um, yeah, he did it again. We sang about <laughs> it again too, because that's he loves the dance over us. He loves. It says that he uh, he sings and he rejoices over us. And the Shut translation up, of rejoices there is actually he dances over us, bro. Dude, I've been getting some revelations on dancing, bro. Dancing is a is a the Lord called it a priestly key to me today. Mm. He said it is a priestly key 
to, to ministering to my heart. Now, now you know, you can minister to the Lord, but we're talking about ministering to the, to the Lord's heart here is what he's saying. It, it, he said that when David danced in Second uh, Second Samuel chapter yep. six, yep. it says he danced and he had an ephod on, right? And yeah. this ephod, I want I want you guys to understand this. It's a priestly. Garden. It was a priestly thing. Like you had to be of Levitical bloodline to wear this thing. If you if you if you wasn't, you'd probably get murdered and stoned or something back in their day. Who knows? But David grabs it. And it says he was naked in the same context. I don't know if he was naked with the ephod on or what, but like a paragraph later, it's like, oh, you were you were naked. You were uncovered before these females. And I'm like, Lord, was he dancing naked with the ephod on? And the Lord's like, yeah, he was. And it just like it blew my mind. Not only did he grab this ephod, and he's like he's like tribe of Judah. He grabs it and dances naked in front of the Lord. In front of the Levitical priests and everybody. <laughs> They're carrying the Ark of the Covenant. You know what I mean? This is like holy stuff. Yeah. But see, what, what religion can't see is that's the most holy place to be where David was at. Yeah. He was already in the Holy of Holies. That's right. He operated. He had the resurrection. Yes. He, had the, he had the revelation of the resurrection. <laughs> Therefore, he had the revelation of the crucifixion. <laughs> Whoa. And he knew... <laughs> He knew what was up. Dude, he he's the only other dude outside of Jesus and outside of uh, uh, Melchizedek who functioned in the order of Melchizedek in the Bible. There's nobody else other than New Covenant. Bro, that just shows it has to be the revelation because it liter is. literally, like, he caught it all the way back then. Yeah. Before it happened. Yeah. And here we are. 2,000 years after yeah. <laughs> it happened, and people still don't have that revelation. I know, man. That they're free. Come that, on. Bro, it's crazy, bro. <laughs> you got to catch it. If you haven't caught it yet. Catch it. Somebody on here is like, why doesn't God speak to me like this? I, I feel this. Can I do this? Yeah. And, and he, God has been speaking to you in parables. And I, I felt the Lord say that. You're, he's speaking to you in parables because he actually honors you. When he speaks in parables, it's a it's a thing of honor. It's a thing. It's a code of honor in Jewish culture. And so when people speak in parables back, it was like a cultural thing. Like mm -hmm. it was what was cool to do. So I feel like the Lord was saying to you. Uh, that he's actually inviting you into a deeper relationship. He's trying to bring you in through parables into a deeper place of his heart and to a deeper place of intimacy with him. So, yeah, whoever he's, whoever he's talking to, receive that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I agree. Should we share one more encounter? Yeah. What you got for us? Dude, I got all kinds of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'll share one. I'll share one. This is what changed my life. I'll share, the, you know, there's there's numerous things that changed my life, but this one really got me. I was, it was like one of my very first encounters with the Lord. And, uh, you know, I, I, I received salvation. Uh, I even received the Holy Spirit, but I was like living in sin. So I was like tormented in my spirit mm -hmm. still like oh yeah that's rough i've been there yeah and so like i'm like i don't feel forgiven i'm like how can this god love me but he filled with me with the spirit now he hates you like you know i'm filled with the spirit like what's going on you know yeah. i couldn't figure out what's going so on conflicting dude. yeah so i'm at i'm at a church service and this guy named coffee anderson if coffee if you hear this thank you brother i love you 
Coffee Anderson, he's a musician. He's actually pretty pretty good. You guys should look him up. But Coffee Anderson and he's like leading worship. And afterwards, like his worship just touched me so deeply, dude. I don't know why. And so uh he he gets done and he's like walking in the in the voyeur of the church and I go out there and I'm like Bro, dude, your music just like ministered to me. I said, Can I can I ask you a question? He's like, Yeah, sure, bro. He's like all like skaters. I'm like, I don't feel forgiven, bro. I said, How do how do I get that relationship like all you guys have? Joy, smiles. I said, I don't feel forgiven. He said, Oh man. He said, he looks at me, dude, and he's like, Did I used to play basketball with you? And I'm like, Dude, no, I'm like five seven, bro. I'm like, you know, and I'm white. He, he, you know, he's tall. He's like all athletic and stuff. But I say, no, I never, never played basketball really. And he's like, oh, I feel like I've known you all my life. I'm like, no. He said, anyway, this is what you do, bro. He said, I want you to go to your house. I want you to draw a cross in there, and I want you to bless the house before you go in. Okay. I was like. <laughs> All right, you know, thanks, bro. You know, bless you, <laughs> highly favored, bless you. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm like, I have been sleeping around, doing just grimy, sinful stuff. Okay, mm. doing some crazy stuff that I had really deep wounds from. And so I go home, and I want to be free, dude. I ain't care. This dude said, "Draw a cross in there." This is what I was gonna do. So I go <laughs> home to my house, dude, and I like draw a cross in there. And I live with my parents at this time still. And so I go in the house and like I'm making sure nobody's looking. I'm drawing crosses and stuff in there, dude. I go downstairs and I sit down and nothing happens at first. And then all of a sudden, dude, like, like the whole atmosphere went into like, like waves. I feel the realm opening up as I'm talking about this. Like it started going in waves, dude. And I got caught up out of my body, dude. And I, I was before this big gate of light. It was like just pure white light, bright. Like I couldn't really look at it. And I'm like yielding, dude, like this. This is how I feel. And all of a sudden, like I feel a somebody massaging my back from behind me. And when when I felt this touch, this touch melted me, dude. Like I I instantly felt liquid love. I felt the forgiveness of God immediately, dude. Like I've never felt nothing like this ever. Like this is wild to me at this time. And so this is happening, and all of a sudden I I get put back into my body after after this, and then I couldn't breathe. I'm like, and then all of a sudden this waft of air goes into my lungs and he's like, I gave you that breath. Now serve me. Wow. And and I I started, I, I was like frantically dry heaving weeping. Okay. I mean, crazy pouring tears out. Dude, I had a puddle of tears. Puddle. Because I've never, all that built up frustration from all those years of sin and, 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 and addictions and came out. One encounter with Jesus, right? And then so I start calling people that I have been like abusing, like not like like hands, but just like, you know, using them. So I call this girl up and like I call her, she answers and I'm like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to like use you or like womanize you or anything like that. I was like, I just want your forgiveness and I just can't never do it again. And she said, Rylan. It's all right. I forgive you. Rylan is Rylan's my old name, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> but she's like Rylan. I I forgive you, and she's like, "Do you know what time it is?" I was like, "No." She said, "It's like five thirty in the morning." <laughs> I'm like, "What?" 
Dude, so I got home from church, okay? Church ends about 10, 30, 11 o'clock for normal people, you know? I, I was in this encounter for over four hours, bro. It felt like 20 minutes, by the way. Yeah. But so that encounter, uh, you can't never tell me, Jesus ain't real ever yet, you yeah. know? So, yeah. That's an amazing story, bro. Thank Thanks you for bro. sharing that. Yeah. yeah. It's powerful. Yeah. Do it again, Lord. Dude. If there's somebody Ooh. watching, listening that can relate to that, Jesus, we just ask that you would encounter them in the same way. Yes, Lord. Lord, do it again. We thank you for your healing power, your resurrection power. Yeah, we just pray and thank bless you, you guys with it. Yeah. In Jesus' name. Yeah, I just want to release that. I feel like I'm supposed to release that round before we hop off. Father, yeah. I just release that, God. Yes. That, uh, you imparted that into me, Father. I just yeah. release that now over the people right now, God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Even some people just draw crosses in the atmosphere, see what happens. Father, I just release that over them right now in the name of Jesus, God. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. And I'm glad that you just did that. Yeah. Because for our listeners, they should know that if you carry a testimony... Like, you should be releasing it and praying mm -hmm. that over other people. That's why when you talk about those encounters, the realm starts, oh, you can feel it. You know what I'm yeah. talking about. Oh, I do. You literally can feel that thing open up again, and you're like, whoa. Yeah. Moy, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, that was a good episode, man. Yeah. I love what we had to talk about. Yeah. Jesus has been hanging out the whole time with us. Yeah. If you're listening, you can probably feel him in the room if you just, you know, open your eyes to see him. Yeah. So we thank you, Lord, for being with us. Yeah. Thank you for um for blessing us with your friendship. Yeah, Lord. Thank you for teaching us new things. Thank you for giving us revelation. And um Yeah, we we really love you. Yeah, so much, God. Till next time, guys. Yeah, be looking for be looking for our next episodes and our guests. Be excited about it. We love you. Bye. Bye. Family, thank you guys for joining us in our PDA podcast with your hosts, Vinny and Philip Redeem. It was such a pleasure smooching our Lord and Savior together. Until next time, my friends. Follow us on Facebook at Vinny Loves Jesus or Vinny Harris or at Philip Redeemed Hickman, or Nisi 